0: Gerhardt's back.
1: The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt podcast. Okay, Bob Williams, Jim Gerhardt here, and it's hot. It's hot. First week of September, you don't expect it to be in the 90s, but here we are. Ernie Kovac, the great comedian, Mm -hmm. used to have a bit, and he did this in a semi-Hungarian accent. And he was all he'd be doing his show, and all of a sudden he says, "Oh, Shvet, all time Schvet. Back in old country, never Shmet. <laughs> Come to America, Schvet, Schvet all the time. <laughs> but uh, and this is about this is about how the thing is going. Yeah, we're about uh, what 15 degrees uh, over the average. What What is the uh, I think today? Now we're talking on Tuesday. It's supposed to feel like it's 104, 107, mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, the index, yeah, which is terrible. But what is, I was thinking, what is the hottest temperature I can remember or you can remember ever being in outdoors, Uh, just normal temperature?
0: Probably about 103, 104. That's probably about 10 years ago. I think we had a a short stretch like that. I remember summer camp uh, as a scoutmaster about eight years ago. I think it was 2011. It was 88 degrees at 2 a.m. It was the hottest week of my life. I sweat through my pillow that week. I just had to throw it away. And it was, uh, it was just oppressive, I think, the summer of uh, 2011. That's, that's probably the hottest I remember.
1: There was a summer. It must have been 1999 or thereabouts. Mm-hmm. It was on the 2nd of July, and I had a, like a party, people at my home. And it was terribly hot. It was unbearable, the humidity and everything. P.S.E. and G. chose that time to cut our grid off, you know, to save. <laughs> <laughs> they figured this is a poor part of town. Oh, man. And so uh, it, was, it was miserable. I was once in 110 degrees in uh, Samarkand. Which is in Uzbekistan, it's down on the Afghan border, mm-hmm. in the uh, what was the Soviet Union at the time, but interestingly enough, you didn't feel it, and it's the old legendary thing, which a dry heat. It's not the heat; it's the humidity. That's the uh, I think the official state motto of Arizona. It's a dry heat. <laughs> it's a dry heat. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it was interesting, and they had this beautiful mosque, the Bibi Khanum Mosque, that Tamerlane, the great you know emperor, had built for his favorite wife. Beautiful, just clay white and blue, and it stood there all those years because it's so dry, and anything else, you know, would have, would have fallen down before. But yeah. interesting, interesting, you know, how heat works like that. Mm-hmm. Well, the heat is on in the United States Senate today, mm-hmm. and this committee, Judiciary Committee, will uh, hear Mr. Kavanaugh, who is uh, President Trump's nominee for the Supreme Court. Right. I think this is very interesting, listening to some of the news reports. I was listening to NPR, National Public Radio, which I think I pay for, don't they? The government subsidizes them to some extent. Or Probably, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Anyway, they are saying, oh, what if he is, and this is supposed to be news. Well, if he is nominated to the Supreme Court, replacing Justice Kennedy, Justice Kennedy was somewhat conservative, but actually he voted Republican. I mean, he voted uh, liberal on a lot of issues. Yeah. And now if, he, if this man is, is, then we will have a conservative Supreme Court for the next decade. It's like they're distraught. They're going to go out and jump off the ledge over the possibility that a person is going to get on the Supreme Court who will uphold the Constitution. Yeah, and some of these politicians. <laughs> Which is what this is all about. The yeah. left wants to destroy the, the Constitution. And, and they got these... two amendments. they got one reeling and one over. Yeah. First Amendment, kiss that goodbye. Right. By sheer intimidation, free speech doesn't exist anymore. Very limited way. And then the Second Amendment, of course, they're climbing the ramparts, you know, going after that. Uh but again, we get—I don't know. If you noticed this morning, Cory Booker, the senator from New Jersey, mm. made the usual horse's ass out of himself by ranting and screaming and raving over absolutely yeah. nothing. Mm-hmm. I think these uh, a it, lot it, of a lot of bluster going on out yeah, there. Yeah, it's a it's a very strange uh, and, and, and disturbing phenomenon. Yeah. That, but the as far as the Constitution is concerned, the only friend I have in Washington is the Constitution. Really. Nothing else. Nobody down there gives a damn about me or about you. It's only their own careers and and power. The Constitution sort of stands as a check against that, and it's under complete assault right now. So uh, (laughs) I'm sure the left is in a real panic over the fact that the United States Constitution might actually prevail in legal cases for 10, 20 years uh, Judge Kavanaugh is, what, 54 years old, a mandatory Somewhere retirement there, yes. age? I don't think they, 75? Uh, no. Or do they have one? I don't
0: I do remember. No, Ginsburg is still uh, going strong at 85. She's 100,
1: 103. <laughs> <laughs> Looks every day. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, lady. I, I didn't mean that. That's not nice. But the, uh, Kurt Vonnegut, the great author, and one of his early novels, I think it was one called Mother Night. And in the beginning, they had little things like you know, before the actual novel started, like what advice would you give, you know, to people? And with Mother Night, the advice was make love every chance you get. And the book wasn't about love. It was about something terrible. Uh, but, uh, and I thought, that ain't, that ain't bad. I, I shall follow his teachings. I shall try <laughs> to follow his teachings. But anyway, later he wrote a book called uh, Breakfast of Champions. And the same question. This would have been in probably the late 70s or the early 80s. And this is how much things have changed. And they said, what advice would you give? And he said, that the government is not your friend. I was shocked. I was actually shocked. And I thought, how dare you say that about my government? Hmm. Now, he was absolutely correct. He was ahead of the time. So the government in Washington, uh, (laughs) it it seems to be somehow – operating in a fashion that is inimical to my friend, the Constitution. <laughs> so the old saying is, the friend of my friend is my friend, the friend of my enemy is my enemy. Well, here you get a government that, uh, regarding it as an enemy, in this one instance anyway, and the government more and more supports or actively participates in some of these evasions of the, uh, in other words, they, 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 they protect assaults. On people who are simply trying to express the First Amendment, so uh, free speech, uh, kiss it goodbye. Pretty much, uh, you you can only speak freely on what is approved. Otherwise, the intimidation which is allowed by the government. So I guess here the uh, the upshot of the whole the whole mess, the whole thing is that the government being in some regards, an enemy of my friend. <laughs> I think Vonnegut is right. He, the government is not my friend. Uh, but, uh, again, the I would like to see a friend of my friend on the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. I suppose that's where my case goes. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to have a friend of my friend, who therefore is my friend, which would be a justice who is saying that, yes, I think we should abide by the, uh, the Constitution. So this is what's going on, and much kicking and yelling and screaming and... Uh, by the left hopefully
0: but, he'll sail through mm-hmm. without it hopefully uh kavanaugh it, will be it improved. could
1: sail through uh, with uh a senator senator mccain gone i think was probably uh, and uh, Rand paul but that's that's an inner political thing because the uh, uh republicans do have a majority speaking of senator mccain you you, mm-hmm. had, you had brought that up you'd mentioned that yeah who had died and uh they had these big services for him over the weekend
0: and they basically you honored him as like a head of state I mean, the some of the uh, ceremonies that they had for yeah, him.
1: Yeah, and, and I noticed the, the crocodile tears from the big-time left, you know, the former president and, yeah. and all the big lefties. And
0: these are the same people that beat the heck out of him during the 20, uh, 2008 yeah. campaign.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. But all of a sudden, you see, since he falls into their camp, they are billing this as the biggest anti-Trump demonstration yeah. ever.
0: And McCain's daughter took her, her shots mm-hmm. during her
1: eulogy to, yeah. to hit Trump, now, not by name, the, the, but certainly— The problem here, the problem here is that Donald Trump, the president, has said some of the stupidest things ever to come out of the mouth of a leader. I'll bet you he regrets that uh,
0: McCain comment.
1: I don't know if his ego would allow regret. Mm, really? Some You see, what's happening is America is being run by narcissistic histrionic personalities, if you want to get into the psychology of it. Yeah. And they are the whole world. We are stage props in the great drama of their life. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It, it, and it's not that they're sitting and getting up every morning and saying, hey, I'm going to be evil. It's somehow the way they are wired, whether yeah. it's genetic or whether it's environmental or what have you. But be that as it may— I, and I don't blame the McCain's at all. What, the horrible thing he said. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Uh, when they brought up that fact that he was a prisoner war of war and he'd been goes, a war hero.
0: I like the war heroes that didn't get captured.
1: That, I That's, mean, here yeah. is a man who endured who, 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 five years. He was, in, here's a man POW who fought. He, he he had his plane. He did as was ordered. He was shot down. It isn't as if he scuttled his own right. airplane. Or decided, hey, I think I'll jump out. It looks kind of neat down yeah. here in the rice paddies. No, and so he was shot down. He, I think, he broke a leg. He was wounded mm-hmm, anyway, right? and he was hauled off. He spent five years in terrible conditions, and came back. And here, this president, who acts like a president but talks like a total horse's ass, uh, who said very disparaging things about him, and and I don't blame him. That that to me was is is unforgivable. Mm-hmm. There's a thing out, Bob. I don't know if you've seen it. It's called Raccoons in the Basement. And I will touch upon it without getting into it because I think anybody can look it up online. It is the best explanation for the popularity of Donald Trump that I've ever seen. And the gist of it is, you have to read it, you know, to get it all. The gist of it is that, yes, he's a big mouth. He's a blowhard. He says and does crazy things. He has funny hair, <laughs> and yet he's the only person in Washington trying to do anything to deal with our problems. Everybody else in Washington is exacerbating the problems. They are creating the problems or maintaining them or certainly abetting in the effort. And so I think this is why people would look to him, and the, the raccoon in the basement thing says, suppose you got a basement full of raccoons. They're pooping. They're chewing up everything. They're going crazy. You call in all of these experts. They can't do anything. The government's called in. They can't do anything. But here you hear about this guy. And this guy is kind of, uh, eh, you know, he's questionable. <laughs> he, he doesn't look very good. <laughs> but, but damn, can he get rid of raccoons. <laughs> he's got all, every fault you can think of, but he gets rid of raccoons. So we call him in. The simple reason is, We're going to hug him. (laughs) We disagree with much of what he does, but damn, does he get rid of the raccoons in the cellar. He gets results. He gets results. So I think that's where we stand with this. Yeah,
0: But I'll tell you, back to McCain for a second, it'll be very, the way he was treated, and I think he was treated very nicely by the media and uh, with with, with the honoring of his passing and all of Mm -hmm. the uh, ceremonies, I think it'll be very interesting when Senator Bob Dole passes away. He's up in his 90s by now. He's and he was a war hero. He was really Anzio similar, landing on the Similar Anzio credentials. Uh, Senator, uh, Speaker of the House.
1: Uh, it, it Probably officially it'll be honored. There'll be more crocodile right. tears from the left coming from his, his, his former colleagues. He doesn't have the profile today because his day was sort of past.
0: Right, 90s and 2000s. Yeah,
1: yeah. when he ran. But I think I think, yes, it'll be there. But do you know something that's terrible? It was the same left, not the same, a generation before, who reviled and spit upon returning veterans, including these people who had been prisoners of war when they got off the plane. They had demonstrators there yelling coward at them and everything. Disgraceful, yeah. Totally disgraceful. Uh, But uh, this would be an interesting thing uh, to see. It would be good to have a Supreme Court That would be uh, they say that who is the last justice? And I can't remember the names that Donald Trump uh, appointed and he got on the court. He uh, uh, Gorsuch Gorsuch. He is regarded as kind of more of a middle of the road conservative, which is fine. They've somehow the Democrats have decided that Judge Kavanaugh is somehow a little more to the right if you want. In his protection of the Constitution, which the Constitution's declare that he be, but the uh, see, I could go on here. <laughs> One thing leads to another. The Democrats have never gotten over the fact that 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 Hillary Clinton lost the election, right?
0: So they'll do anything, <laughs> and,
1: and they they will they will do anything. But Cory Booker, I mean, he's an embarrassment, an absolute embarrassment. Uh, even Menendez is an embarrassment, but not on the same high level. Yeah. Menendez keeps his. Uh, Uh, What uh, his behavior a little bit on the lower key. Because that's a little more close to the ethical line than than Booker. Booker's just a big mouth. We could talk about him for a long time. Oh, we can. Let's don't. (laughs) Let's talk about this. Let's talk about something. Let's talk about a a, a good man here, Rob Dukansky. I'm Jim Gerhard. I'd like to tell you another story about Robert Dukansky at Remax First Advantage. Now, as I've said, Rob keeps a huge list of buyers trying to locate homes. Now, an investor in Port Reading found out why this database of buyers is so important when he bought and renovated a home, but that home was sitting directly across from the turnpike. Now, he knew that wasn't going to be an easy sale, so he turned it over to Rob Dukansky. No problem. Rob and his team came in, they designed a specific marketing plan, and then they matched buyers to it. And after just 13 showings in two weeks, a bidding war took place and got him over the asking price. Now, that's the power of Robert Dukansky. Rob guarantees to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agree to, or he'll buy it. No risk to you, because he'll let you out of the contract anytime you wish. So, the official real estate agent of NJ1015, and the only agent I would ever call if I needed to sell my home, Rob Dukansky. Call him today, 855-350-1015. 855-350-1015. Or go online to Rob Sells RobSellsNJ. And as I tell you, start packing. Oh, as Pat Buttram, who was what he was Gene Autry's sidekick, would say, oh, sassafras and sourdough. I missed the big story. I didn't pay any attention to this, Bob. It was a funeral that turned out to be. The really big thing of the oh, week. The Aretha Franklin uh, show. It was uh, the
0: big goodbye to Aretha Franklin. It was like an eight hour funeral for uh, Aretha Franklin last Friday up in Detroit. Oh. It was uh, an amazing tribute to Aretha Franklin, but uh, it certainly had some highlights, Jim. Uh, Star studded cast. <laughs> Al Sharpton was on the dais. Ooh. Jesse Jackson, Bill Clinton they're all watching and they're all they all had their say that's why it took eight hours because each of these guys uh, you know they, they, well Jesse Jackson
1: I think doesn't he have a camera attached to him pointing <laughs> at him he is the opportunist general of the United States yeah Sharpton is probably the biggest charlatan that we have we as a nation of people have ever produced yeah. but he's sitting there with their equals which is but Bill Clinton you told right.
0: oh Clinton was there yeah. yeah it was originally supposed to be about a five hour. Uh, The (laughs) service turned into eight hours, and the one reverend who was, I guess, acting as the MC, he he got a lot of uh, criticism. Ariana Grande, who is a big pop star, she did a great performance of You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman at the service. And uh, at the end of her service, the reverend got a little bit friendly with her, shall I say, put his arm a little bit high under her uh, armpit, Uh, a little bit high in the uh, zone
1: there. Checking her pulse. Uh, Checking. Uh, yeah, just, just, just to be sure she was okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> checking your areolas, I guess. So, uh, <laughs> so he uh, he got a lot of uh, flack on social media for doing that.
1: I rem- Aretha Franklin. I think my only memory of her because I've you know never been a great fan of of the music, but was from the Blues Brothers. Oh yeah, she had a big part in and that, and she was good. Yeah. she was really good. And 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 to know that she was not an actress, but but yeah. she was right in there with it. And I, I greatly admired her. Uh, her performance, but but then she was a large person. Yeah, but she had, then she, I understand later. She had later. weight
0: problems. She went up and down with uh-huh. her weight. Yeah, but back in the '80s, she was she was pretty. Well, she, hefty. Wasn't she
1: a semi-local person? She was a Philadelphian, wasn't she? Uh, Detroit. Oh, Detroit. Detroit, oh Detroit. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking of Patty Labelle.
0: Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was. Uh, I I don't think you're going to see a funeral service that long
1: <laughs> again. When oh, this was all televised, it was all televised. Yeah, it
0: was. Uh, but what what else.
1: no doubt what became viral. Was the minister copping a field Right, in the (laughs) middle, in the middle of a solemn (laughs) ceremony. And then
0: you see Bill Clinton. I'm sorry, Clinton didn't run
1: up there and grab one himself.
0: No, he was. He had a good view. He was watching Ariana Grande from the back, going, "Yeah, baby, go ahead. Yeah, Yeah, all
1: right, you're looking good." (laughs) I had to have his hat over his lap. You know, a couple of dollar bills. Yeah, gosh. Yeah. Oh man, what a what a what a world. Yeah. Let me let me get to. Uh, I'm sorry, you, you had more about that.
0: Oh no no no! If you want to talk about Menendez, we can talk about. Oh, because yeah, I poll mentioned uh,
1: Senator uh, Menendez, who will. Although you tell me that the poll is getting close yeah, now. Yeah, it's uh, dropped
0: forty three to thirty seven percent of the poll last week. So it, it's drawing closer. It Was like fifteen percent, and now it's uh, No, he was he was he was
1: appointed to the Senate to fill the unexpired term. Of was it Granny Lautenberg or was it Corzine? No, no. W- w- oh, well, gosh. anyway, then he ran again, right? And he ran against Tom Kane Jr., the son of the former right. governor. Right, and he just wiped and the floor inti- with him. W- yeah. yeah, but the entire campaign was uh, uh, Menendez's mm, his dealings, mm-hmm. his his uh, ethics, or allegedly lack the there lack up. thereof. Yeah, right. But right off the starting gate, he's been self uh what but, shall we say creating a, a financial opportunity for himself yeah. <laughs> using the government office but but this is, so pretty, is is that
0: a part of it now his uh the, i i think uh i think that's certainly going to be playing a part on it mm-hmm. i mean the uh, the, uh bob Hugan, who is the republican he's uh, got some very very targeted campaign uh, commercials that are really really hitting uh, menendez
1: uh, well, I I hope I'm wrong, yeah, but I thought Menendez. The only way Menendez is going to lose is if he changes his name to McGillicuddy. <laughs> because along with the name, here comes the whole herd, the thundering yeah. herd. But I'll tell you, I think they're they're
0: getting a little concerned. It's it's after Labor Day now, and it's mm-hmm. under six percent. I mean, I'm sure the new polls are going to come out this week, but six percent that's that's pretty close. Well, for be, a Republican in New Jersey to be that close to to a to You a know, Democrat, it, it, it's good.
1: so interesting. The the Democratic Party, uh, on supposedly grounds of ethics, dropped Bob Torricelli, Senator Torricelli, uh, when he was running for, uh, I guess it was re-election to the Senate. Yeah because he, yeah, he was a senator, re-election to the Senate, they they pulled him at the last minute unconstitutionally. They pulled him later than the New Jersey state constitution allows. But since there's the overwhelmingly powerful party, they got yeah. to do it and plugged in Granny Lautenberg for the last few years. Now, Bob Torricelli's crime, his sin, his ethical violation, was somehow, and it was somewhat questionable anyway, accepting a gift from a supporter. And as I recall, it was a an antique grandfather's clock, <laughs> so, which which actually absolutely had nothing to do with politics. And this, I think this was a friend or a supporter. It pales in comparison to what's going and, and on today. Absolutely not, It's not a pimple on the behind yeah. of what Menendez has done. Mm-hmm. And yet, for some reason or other, the party seems to be locked in on him. Well, so it goes in New Jersey politics. It's, yeah. uh, it's always fun. I, I want to ask you something now, since your field is traffic. Uh, I saw there's a story. There is an attempt to raise the speed limit on the Garden State Parkway to 75. I believe it's 75. It's now 65. In some areas
0: that are not as populated, I probably. guess. Probably. Right? Yeah, probably like uh, so- now, South Now, the Jersey. problem with
1: that is everybody's doing it anyway when they yeah. can. Mm-hmm. There are certain uh, congestion limits to how fast you can go anyway. Right. But I noticed this morning on uh, Route uh, uh, 295 that I take up from down in South Jersey up to, to yeah. Central Jersey, that the it's three lanes— and the right lane is generally going 65 which is the speed limit the center lane the average speed is about 70 to 75 and the passing lane they're going 80 or more yeah mm-hmm. perfectly safe i mean i've not seen an accident on there for right. years but this in every on every road there is a what almost a uh, we call it a common law <laughs> arrangement right. that there is certain traffic speeds that people take. And it's generally over the speed limit. And I'm sure that the uh, the police are well aware of that. Right. So uh, the 75 is not out of the question. But the old argument is it'll come up, yeah, but if you give them 75, they'll go 85. That's That yeah. was the argument when they wanted to raise it to 65.
0: From 55 to yeah. 65, yeah.
1: My favorite argument against raising it to 65 was that, oh, look at all the, the houses on the turnpike. And as Murray uh, Sabran, who was running for uh, the governor at that time, was independent, said, "I've never seen a house on the turnpike. It's <laughs> all open to me, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, the, the, the people going seventy-five on the turn on the yeah. on the uh, parkway or the turnpike are going to just mow down whole neighborhoods of people.
0: <laughs> so, well, I'll tell you, I mean, some areas of the parkway, yeah, maybe maybe it is." Uh, a possibility that they could raise the the speed to well, seventy.
1: Well, you raise it to what people are doing anyway. Right. I know Steve Carellis, who was head of the Jersey chapter of the National Motors Association, had pushed for years the fact that, as I said, there is a speed at which people actually go. It all shakes down. Remember right. when they when they raised the speed limit in New Jersey on the main roads to sixty five. All this huge tsunami of threats coming from the uh, the, the constabulary, the police. Yeah. If you go 66, we're going to nail you. And they did for a day or two. Man. And it was ridiculous. But then all of a sudden, it gets back to what is considered norm. And, and another thing, these speed limits were set at a time... When automobiles were not as safe as they are right now, the the technology and the roads are so much better. I mean, these brand new, these 2018,
0: 2019 cars are manufactured Mm. to do 75, 80. Mm. And, and, you know, when you're doing 60 or 65 in these new cars, it's like they're idling. It's
1: they're Mm. they're perfectly safe. So you don't realize this. I have just baited you into a confession. (laughs) that. See, I ask you, I set it up very carefully. Mm. What's the hottest temperature you've ever been? <laughs> then I switch to cars, and I say, what is the fastest you've ever been in a car? And <laughs> and when? You're very, very clever, Mr. Ah, Gerhardt. Right, sneaky. I got you. I should run for office. <laughs> There's still time. But you had a vacation. Yep. And you had a very nice vacation, and you and Kathleen went up to the Finger Lakes up in, uh, in New Lakes, York. Finger Lakes
0: up uh, Thousand uh, Islands, New York. Yeah. Had a, and, uh, but did, but and you then? didn't
1: take your what suburban no no or other car you went out and you got i got a mustang gt and i had some fun which looks like the bat car i don't oh. you got one loaded with all kind of stuff it was a nice
0: vehicle i wish i could afford down one of those to it,
1: and i hope nobody around here makes a citizen's arrest but you how fast did you get that car well, to, in was, new york state not in well, new jersey
0: i was higher than 65
1: that's for sure now, come, on, uh, come on come on
0: 115 <laughs>
1: 115 miles an hour. That
0: was amazing. And, but and you and, say and it there's
1: was, a stretch of road up there you can do that. Right? Oh
0: yeah, because the, the, the enforcement is not there. Uh, way up in up state New York, I don't uh-huh. think there's local towns waiting for you. You know, sitting behind a tree or something. Why like that. Why did you break it off at
1: 115?
0: Uh just uh, <laughs> <laughs> I uh. my heart was uh, racing when I had it up there. It's like you know, when you when you go that fast, it's like your your heart's beating in your chest and you can feel it, and it's exhilarating. And that was enough. It, it, it for, is for the, a quick the exhilaration
1: of speed. Yeah. yeah. I used to love it, and people would, would, for some reason or other people, resent law enforcement. So when a state police car w- would pass you on one of the, the highways in New Jersey, you know, and you kind of feel the car rock a little bit, people complain bitterly about it. I loved it. Yeah. Just the fact that somebody could do that. Yeah. Uh, it, it was amazing. I've been faster in a boat than I have in a car. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, the most I've been able to do, because I've never driven them outside New Jersey, with either of my Porsches was 100. But the thing is, the closer you get to that, the better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they say, okay, okay. well, keep it here. This, this is what we're made for. Right. That's. But I did 110 right. in a boat one time, an unlimited hydroplane, oh. Lake Washington in Seattle. Amazing. During one of my incarnations, I got some pictures of it. You've seen these big boat yeah. races and all of this huge rooster tail oh, plume gosh. coming out the back. And when you get up to that speed, I, I had a friend that I'd made who was a pilot. He, he drove one for some sponsor. And uh, they were taking it out for uh, before the big race. They were taking it out for the uh, just a shakedown cruise. So you want to go along? And the one he had was an older boat, so it was made for two. So you know, I get in, get strapped in there, and off we go. It's an amazing thing. Once the boats get up that high, the boat is not touching the water. The only thing it's touching the water is one blade of the propeller in the back. Gosh. And and the biggest the biggest thing is. You get out of there, your backside is black and blue from the pounding. <laughs> <laughs> the waves, yeah. But anyway, that, that, was a, that was a rather interesting experience, too. But don't try Kids, don't try this yeah, at please home. Please don't try this at, least at least home. Please don't try you this can't, at home. And
0: besides, the roads don't go that fast in New Jersey. There's so much traffic around here. Good luck getting it past 65 or 70.
1: Yeah, there are places. At least there's one place I know that you can do that, and people have figured it out, and it's kind of fun. Because, no, I'm not going to get into that. I'm not, no, I'm <laughs> yeah. not going to tell you where it is, but it's a major road Finding in New Jersey. Find yourself, yeah. And, and there's impossible for anybody to uh, to monitor your speed. Mm. Because there's no shoulders. It just slopes off into wetlands. <laughs>
0: That'll be ours. You and, tell tell and, uh, me when the mics are off.
1: The last cop police car I saw pulled off to monitor, you could only see the top as it went down in the bog. <laughs> Light flashing. <laughs> so that was it. Listen, everybody, have yourself a great weekend. Hope everybody had a good holiday. We didn't mention that, yeah. but uh, right after the Labor Day. And, Bob, I'm sure you like I, we sat home and contemplated the virtues of labor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, as I floated in my pool? as you Did you get outside? Oh, yeah. I was, I was in the pool all weekend. God, I tried. I couldn't get a mosquito. So just, just, yeah. It just got off. Too awful. much? They're still bugging Oh, oh I, did, I did want to say thanks to the county mosquito or the health department. Oh, okay. Because, as I told you before, I called to report some uh, terrible mosquito activity because over the back fence for me, there's yeah. two abandoned swimming pools. There are mosquito hatcheries. And so the guy at the mosquito control says, oh, we don't do mosquitoes. No. You know, right, you're telling so me that. What, what, <laughs> what, what do you what do? What pray tell do you do? Well, he's talking about spraying some kind of big, huge South Jersey pine land wetlands or something. Uh, you go to the health department. So I'm not going to repeat that, but I went through the whole process, and they said, we will respond to your, uh, your piece, uh, your complaint. We will respond within 48 hours. And that was two weeks ago. Still no. Uh, Still absolutely not. Hmm. So, uh, good luck. <laughs>
0: get out your off,
1: and it doesn't get it work anymore. Off doesn't work. No, we we spray ourselves. We spray the puppies, you know, till they're dripping. Yeah. And the skill, you know, I'll have to watch out. Mm. The mosquito's going to carry them off. Oh, so. gosh. Hey, have a, have a great week, Bob. As always, it's yeah. a delight to, to sit here and chat with you. Thanks for listening to the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast. Still cooking, and it's bigger than ever. From NJ1015.com. For the ones who work
0: hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts.